0: Hey, I had a really great time. I would love to do that again. So, give me a call back. Um, you never did call me to let me know you got in safely. So, I was just checking on you. Alright, call me back. Okay, I'm very
1: confused. We went out, we had a good
0: time. At least I thought we had a good time and now you dodging me. You're not answering my calls. That's real crazy to me. Call me back. Call me back.
1: Call me back.
0: Hey everybody and welcome back to the Save the Date podcast. This is the healthy dating preservation podcast for millennials and whoever else might need it. As usual, we're your hosts, Imani and Candace. And we have two more people here with us today for specifically for this topic. So, hey guys. Hey.
1: hey
2: what's up? <laughs> CJ. <laughs> it was like CJ said, hey, his background
3: was like, ah, <laughs> right. My bad. No, I told I, I, I stepped outside.
0: Um, do you want to
2: appreciate you guys for joining us?
0: Yeah, we do. Of course. Um, this, this is our second attempt to record this particular (laughs) episode. So I'm excited about that. Um, Candace, do you want to have them introduce themselves now? Or you want to kick things off first and then go back to that?
2: Um, yeah, let me just go ahead and do the pickup line real quick.
0: So, um,
2: if you guys have listened to our show before, you know that we have the pickup line of the week and pickup line of the week. It's probably just going to continue getting cornier. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Uh,
0: <laughs> the bigger
2: line of the week is damn baby is you a knee cause I want you all to myself
0: get it all to me Oh, <laughs> <That> <laughs> you I was thinking to myself, I'm like, what? I don't know nothing about. I got a Nissan, and I don't know what that means. <laughs> <laughs> Nissan Altima,
2: but <laughs> somebody try that let me know how that work out. You probably want to do it through text message so that they actually catch the awesome part. Okay,
1: bet I'm on that. That is hilarious. Right. So,
2: um, to kick off the show this week, we are talking about dating after marriage and both of our lovely guests have actually experienced that so um if you guys want to introduce yourself uh Shona you could go first Um, okay just tell us who you are you know how long you were married and if you want to get into how long you've been single or dating or whatever you can do that
1: okay um my name is Shona and I was um married on paper for two years and, um, so I got divorced in 2016, so I've been in the street for, what, four years now? Come on, <laughs> not in the street? <laughs> really, like, really like four and a half, because we weren't really waiting on the papers to finalize, but, um, <laughs> oh. uh, <and> yes. <laughs> okay, CJ?
3: Uh um, well, my name is CJ Washington. Um, better known as C to the J. Come on, CJ. Uh, J. sorry <laughs> <J. laughs> about that, Brandon. Um, but no, um, <laughs> uh I am 36 and I was married okay so it's going to sound crazy but Ooh. I was married actually so I was married <laughs> and actually with my wife for maybe a year and a half two years mm-hmm. then we separated and then I just finally got my papers finalized uh what 30 days ago
1: oh that's tea so sure. how, long <laughs> how long was the marriage <laughs>
3: Oh, uh, on paper, what's this? This 2020.
0: You know what? You know, there was a long time where you got to be like, okay, what's- <laughs> 13, 13 years?
1: <laughs> 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 yeah, if you want to. Oh. You
3: know what? No, 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 no. I may be off. I may be off.
0: Look at you. You still Two don't even years. know your anniversary. Wait. You ain't even married no more. That's a mess. And, right. So, I
3: had, first of all, look. I had no business being married in the first place, <laughs> and we but, gonna get uh, into that too. <laughs> <laughs> um, I got married in two thousand and five.
0: Oh, goddamn.
3: So, yeah, no, that's 15 years.
0: Hold on, what and was I okay. doing in 2005? In middle
1: school. Yeah. Twerking. I, twerking twerking at that. <laughs> I, I was
0: not in middle school. I was in high school. Thank you very much. Sure. <laughs> Still twerking at the skating rink.
2: You know
1: I was. At the that the the chicken
0: head battles in 2005.
2: Okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so, CJ, since you were married the longest, even though technically it sounds like y'all were married around the same amount of time pretty much um so you told us how old you were when you got married Mm -hmm. um so what made you at that time decide to get married and then you mentioned that you had no business getting married so what caused that determination afterwards
3: um yeah I was 22 about to be, I just turned twenty-two. CJ,
0: I, I always forget that you are that much older than I am. Oh like, yeah. my god! Yeah. I
3: mean, it's not. I old, mean, same same age as your life sister. I know, saying. but I just be, i be forgetting her
0: too. I'd be like, I'm dang, I t- forgot oh t- he was
3: that old. Um, but no, uh, I was twenty-two, just turned twenty-three. I think it was. Look, it's it's such a blur, but um. <laughs> <laughs> You've been
2: back in the streets that long, you just don't know no more. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs>
3: uh, I I really only got married because of my kids. Um, okay. I already had my son at the time, and she was pregnant with my daughter. Um, uh, I ain't gonna lie, I had got caught up in some shit oh, that uh, I think it was the moment type of thing. Mm-hmm. Honestly,
1: okay. Um
3: had had got locked up oh, no. um, and was just like, I want to be home. Oh, you know what I'm saying? My son was only, like, two weeks old, all that stuff. And I had told her, I was like, we're going to get married while we was on the phone. And- <laughs> yeah, oh my God.
0: Yeah. You was doing a yes. jail talk. I, I Love
2: the it. Your title yeah. is like, love after lockup. <laughs> oh, I already had that written down. I already had that Dead written ass. down.
3: Dead ass. <laughs> so, yeah. um, And then we ended up getting married, like, matter of fact, on her birthday, the, a year later.
2: Okay. Okay. So, yeah. Okay. Sure enough, I,
3: I really had not been can I mute this real quick? <laughs>
2: I'm like, you gotta Angel. make your order I think huh? you can. You making an order, so do you, <laughs> yeah. <have any>? you <laughs> pass bad as when we had Justin
0: on here? Justin
2: kept popping in please. like, Oh my bad.
0: Uh, if you can't mute it, it's okay. We can cut this part out. Go ahead.
3: Okay. Real quick, can I get uh <laughs> I'm not cutting it out. Let me...
0: <laughs> no. <laughs> Let
2: me get uh Let me get this two
3: for two. Uh <laughs> Let me just get a. I'm sorry. Let me just get a sausage, egg, and cheese. Oh my uh, god, McMuffin. This is so funny. Uh,
2: he one of them that be, be changing their order. halfway. I know. So, I let me get, get oh, to the window. You know what? It's, you know what? <laughs> right, like,
0: it's
2: not even for me. It's not.
3: The crazy <laughs> thing is not even for me, bro. It's, it's for the fiance. So like, yes, <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna get in the bathroom. All right, bet. Let's go. My, all right, y'all go ahead. Go, Shauna. Okay,
2: Shauna. So tell us Same thing. Tell us. Um, how old you were when you got married, and kind of. What your feelings were about you getting married and if you still feel the same about the decision when you
1: got married. So we got married at 24. Mm-hmm. Um, it was really... I want to say I had no business getting married, but I was in love. So, you know, like... Aww. Niggas do stupid shit when they in love. Um, and I think... <laughs> so, I'm about to get kind of deep. So for me, me and him were, um, very like on and off. And so th- I should say I was really young because we were really on and off. And so when he told me he wanted to marry me, it was like, I'm not telling this nigga, no, like he want to be with me for real, for real. Like he want to marry me, right. bet. Okay, cool. <laughs> I got it forever, you know? Um, <laughs> um and so I kind of fell into that and I, and, and I, I think, um, a lot of it had to do with at that time, Instagram was really big. So everyone loved us. We were the Joe show. So, um, oh it was really a lot of like people loved us and I loved us. And the whole idea of just being this black ass, happy ass family was just amazing to me. And I didn't really play out um, everything that went into it. And so Mm -hmm. anyway, so we got married, we had the baby, everyone still loved us. And then all that shit died as quickly as it started. So, um, so now I I do still feel the same way about marriage. I just, you know, I just might move a little slower next time. That's all. Yeah.
0: So I have a question.
1: The two of you have
0: said similar things about, like, the reason you got married and just, like, you know, what you were thinking at the time. Uh Do you guys, do either of you or both of you think that maybe the generation before us may have, like, sold us a dream as far as what marriage is and how you get there and, you know, what it's going to be like and all that kind of stuff? Or do, do you think that what the previous generation thought about marriage has affected affected you and your decisions to get married at all?
3: i let you go first, Shona.
1: Oh, okay. Um, mm-hmm. That's kind of hard for me because I want to say no. Um, but also, I, I, I that's so hard for me to answer because I don't know that the previous generation really influenced that. Like, my parents were married for 23 years and ended up getting divorced because my daddy was... Uh, so, I mean, I don't think that I had, like, any expectations based on the mm-hmm. previous generation. But... Um, I knew what I wanted and I knew that I wanted to be with somebody forever. So, um, I don't I just I don't I don't I don't think so. No, my short answer is I don't think so.
3: Um, for me, I, I'm probably going to say, well, for me, I never really I haven't seen like personally like in my life other than on TV or something uh successful marriage. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, I guess my you know say my thinking of it was again at that moment i i was caught in the moment not really thinking all right what it all entails what it all takes to be married to somebody um so i would probably say no as well just for some fact i never really seen a successful one in my family like my mom was married to my two my two brothers uh father but that ended up ending because he was abusive you know what i'm saying yeah. so um um, other than that, <laughs> sausage my <bad>. okay. <laughs> right.
0: mcmuffin.
2: Okay. I'm sure I'm <laughs>
3: um. So yeah, no. I, I honestly didn't see it other than like on TV and shit, stuff like that. So because it just didn't happen in my family. I was okay. trying to change the norm, and still kind of felt with back into the complacency of what my family is. Okay. So now, since we are
2: talking about generations and. Instagram. I mean, I feel like there's a wedding on Instagram every day. Anyway, so with that, what what are you guys' opinions about like how frequently um, people are getting married now, and then how quickly they're getting divorced? And I'm not saying I know um, you all's marriages weren't like 20 years or anything, but just like it's like a lot of people it's kind of like six months into it and it's all changed. Do you feel like? So I know you already expressed kind of what that pressure is like, but do you feel like a lot of, like, what's happening right now with the current generations that are getting married, do you think a lot of that is attributed to, like, naturally everybody just... Because it's starting to seem like it's just a trend to get married, because everybody want to have... Yeah, a baby, but... yeah. So, how do you guys feel about that?
1: I feel like... I just think that social media has a lot of pressure on people. And so I'm just thinking about like people we went to college with who are married that are, that seem extremely happy. And I hope that they are like, and they've been married for years and I think that's awesome. But like you said, I feel like one people get engaged every day and I just be over here like, mm, okay, <laughs> um, mm-hmm. just because I feel like I have, I, I know how it is and I know it's not easy. And so I think that people do very well at, and, and, and you're supposed to, but I think people do really well at putting up only the happy moments. Of course, that's what they're supposed to do. Um, but I think my marriage, and this might be, like I said, this might be personal, has kind of tainted my idea on, like, what that really looks like to people in a good way. Because I'm not sitting here looking at everyone else's marriages thinking, oh, they're A1, they're super happy, because I know that people go through shit. Um, mm-hmm. So I know that. I I will say, one, I do think that people get engaged very, very fast. I have not seen very many divorces, though. I will say that from the people that I actually keep an eye on and the people that I know, um, I don't see as many divorces, which is good, but I do see a Mm -hmm. lot of engagements that just kind of disappear. Yeah. (laughs) But when they get married, Um, they be for
3: real. (laughs) I mean, for me, back then, when I I first got married, I, I think only social media was really out it was like my space at the time maybe. come on my um,
2: mean black, planet, been. Right. Get him that black planet you know <laughs> stuff
3: like that so uh i don't I, i'm not gonna say it was necessarily glorified as far as on social media back then mm-hmm. um but for me for my eyes on it honestly um we went to the courthouse and got married same. so same this time this time around i I personally want to have, like, an actual wedding. Mm-hmm. Um, you know what I'm saying? Because I, I, I feel I am ready for that. I do want that. You know what I'm saying? I want to be able to give her, you know what I'm saying, that day that the majority women look forward to. I'm, I can't say all because some women don't want to get married. Um, so, yeah, for I mean, for me, I, the whole social media thing, I mean, I've seen some people get proposed and, you know, out. maybe a couple, and it fizzle out like, hey, what happened? And people oh, be like, mind. Okay. don't say that. Let's mind say your business. Don't right. so, right. you know ask I mean? <laughs> So, but I mean, for me, it, I, honestly, just from what I went through as far as for my first marriage, you know what I'm saying? I know I'm, I want to do things totally different and opposite.
0: So uh, here's another awesome. question. Because we, I know, our, our show is mostly about dating. But right. it's interesting. Mm-hmm. The two of you have both been married and then divorced and then had to get back on the dating scene. I think I asked y'all this on my first attempt of recording the show. Mm-hmm. But like what were your when you were getting divorced or not even at the point of divorce, but like when you felt that the the uh, relationship was going to be over what were your immediate feelings about getting back onto the dating scene like were you like yes I'm about to turn it up or were you like oh no I I was not at all
1: (laughs) I was I so I got I when okay how do I shorten this when I was when I was initially going through my separation and my divorce I was also going through like severe postpartum depression so like it was really all Mm -hmm. bad like I was not looking forward to it. I was like, damn, this nigga done fucked up my whole life, excuse my French, my whole <laughs> life. I got this 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 baby. I'm not fine no more. Like I was really going through a depression stage. Aww. But like I didn't, and that had like I said, that happened in 2016. I didn't really and I had a little boo, but I didn't really get out here and be like, feel good about myself and be excited about being on the dating scene until like at least maybe a year or two later. So no, I was not excited. I was pissed.
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs>
3: I was pissed. Uh... me? Again, I had no business being married. <laughs> shit, at that point. You're going to remind us of that every
1: time, I was,
3: y'all. <laughs> I, I did because, shit, I mean, I was out here cheating. I was. Listen, I did
2: this all wrong. I am just saying that up
3: front. <laughs> <laughs> I, I did. No, like, legit, I did. Um, But, like, so for me, like, when it was, as far as just dating, I guess, trying to get serious with somebody, um, I, it took a minute. I want to say maybe about about six months to a year to actually get serious with somebody. I mean, I did you know go on a few dates or talk to a few people and you know have create little situationships. I don't think they were called that back then, but
1: <laughs>
0: um, six months is. I mean, six know? months is. I feel like it's a reasonable time, but also relatively short of a time.
3: Like uh, as far yeah, as after like,
0: your relationship ends,
3: right. Yeah, and I mean the relationship had kind of already ended, mm-hmm. ended probably way before we actually like. I went and got me up my own apartment, and she stayed where she was at, you know, type mm-hmm. of thing, mm-hmm. um, or whatever. So yeah, I would say about six to, six months to a year that where I actually was feeling somebody in and was willing to be serious with them.
2: So when you guys are when you guys started dating, did you feel like, or do you still feel like it, like you need to tell people I was just that you've been that. married before?
1: Oh, yeah. I tell people that at ASAP, like, that's, I feel like my divorce is part of me. Like, people know that about me. That's nothing I keep a secret. I tell you that up up front. Um, and it's funny because, like, Uh, at work and stuff, I work in a men's shelter, so they'll, I, I have to interview people, and they'll say, um, I have to ask their marital status, and they'll be like, "Oh, I'm divorced." I'm like, "Oh, me too!" And everyone's always so surprised. <laughs> I'm like, "Welcome to the divorce club." So, <laughs> I, I, I definitely, I definitely am completely clear about that. I don't because it's not a bad thing to me. So, yeah,
3: that's good. Um, to see. Right now, for me per se, at well, first, CJ was out here dating, no, when he was right. married,
1: so this is different. Right, uh, she <laughs> yeah. you telling people that she was married so while not you was dating? Them? She was married. Exactly, <laughs> exactly.
3: <laughs> so. <laughs> yeah um like the first person that I I really seriously started dating after I did I did inform her and like gave her that choice of you know if this is what you want to you know indulge in but then of course later on it we ended so when the next relationship came I kind of kept it away I made it seem like I was divorced, Mm
1: -hmm. but in my
3: eyes I was I know on paper you know what I'm saying by law I wasn't you know what I'm saying but you know what I'm saying um so did that that come back up what up boy um yeah eventually it did and I think that's what kind of hurt some of the relationship too
2: okay okay so now Shona, I kind of want to go back to when you said you tell people because it's not a bad thing Uh can we kind of dive into that a little bit more because I feel like a lot of times Whether it's a full marriage or just like a really long relationship, people do avoid saying stuff because they feel like it comes off as a failure. So they don't want to tell anybody that they've done something Uh like a a marriage and failed. So kind of talk about that because I know you said like, it doesn't feel like a bad thing. So explain what you
1: mean by that. I think for me, because I did it, so I was married at 24, divorced at 26, had my daughter at 25, and now I'm 30, by the way. So I just feel like, that that situation taught me so much like I mean I'm a whole different person and I feel like going through the divorce if I hadn't had the divorce I, I still would have had so much to learn you know what I'm saying So mm-hmm. between getting married going through a divorce having a baby and then being and then turning into a completely single mother um, has just it, it's been a lot of growth for me and so I don't see that as a bad thing because I think that I don't want to say it makes me more mature but it just I've I just know shit now, like, that I wouldn't Mm -hmm. have known. So, for me, I kind of look at it, like, uh, and and so my through, after the divorce, we had, the co-parent thing was, like, we just, me and my ex-husband have been through so much. Everything from, like, abuse to, to just drama and just child support, just everything. So, I just feel like all of that is um... It just, it's a growing thing for me. So I don't see it as a bad thing. I see it as great. I've been there, done that. So you can't, you can't really tell me shit else. Like, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I feel that.
3: Now, real quick, real quick before we go to the next Mm -hmm. question. I do want to say, you know what I'm saying? What my fiance now, I told her up front about Mm -hmm. it. Learning from the last situation of holding it and not telling her or whatever. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. (laughs) 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 <laughs> N- niggas think they racing on Riverdale Road. Okay. Uh, uh, no, so I I was upfront with her and let her know. You know what I'm saying? I ain't gonna lie. When I did tell her, I was kind of scared out because I really liked her. Mm-hmm. I, like, I was really feeling what we had going on. So I was like real scared. You know what I'm saying? Once I tell her this, man, she was like, man, fuck this nigga. I don't want to fuck with him. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And it was totally opposite. Mm-hmm. So then they kind of, I was like, okay, yes. Which also then made me like, you know what, let me go ahead and, all right, boy, um, let me go ahead and do what I need to do to make this fully right. Right. You know Oops. what I'm saying? Which put a little bit more pep in my step on getting everything finalized and all that kind of stuff because I actually did enjoy what we were building. Hmm.
2: That's awesome. So, now y'all can tell us about y'all's statuses right now. Um... CJ kinda let his slip already,
3: but where are you guys yeah. right now in dating? And we'll let CJ go first since you
2: know he kinda <laughs> let the cat out the
3: bed. Well, a player is engaged. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> <Yes>, yeah. <laughs> no. Nah. But yeah, um, I just felt like I'm ready now, you know. Um I'm in a good place mentally, physically, spiritually, you know what I'm saying? Um and we 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 are creating something very good and great that I love. Um, she speaks to me in different ways. Um that I haven't had before, honestly. Mm-hmm. Um and you know they say, you know, a man knows when he knows. Yeah. And yeah.
2: That's awesome. Well uh, congratulations. Yes, I you guys just bought a home Thanks, too, God. right?
3: Yeah, we just bought a house. You're leveling
0: up out here, like you are really
2: oh, doing. This.
3: I'm, I'm here for that. Yeah, so yeah, we um, uh, you know, like I said, we just we just building. it. all area, in, you know, see, all in. <laughs> yeah, you know I'm saying that, you know, all in for real, for real. CJ,
2: what would you say some of your goals are for for this go round?
3: Um, just continue for me, honestly, as an individual, to continue to just uh be a better man not only just for myself but for her, mm-hmm. um, for my children, yes. um, our children or whatever. Um, continue to learn how to love how she loves.
2: That um, is so sweet! <laughs> I cannot. Wait, I have a
3: question. Oh, sorry. Um, I thought you were done. Go ahead. Yeah. Uh, so, like, that's don't, don't, that's like the upfront main thing, you know what I'm saying? I know already know relationships go through, you know, they little tough times and stuff like that and, you know, for me, it's just uh, how do I bounce back from that? Because before, previous me would be like, man, you know what? Fuck this shit. Mm-hmm. Um, you know what? Nope. I'm going to just do everything I can to make this shit even worse. Oh, God. I don't find myself doing that now. You know what I'm saying? Like, whenever we get into something, you know what I'm saying? I'm like, nope, nope. Let's fix this because I don't like this feeling. Mm-hmm. And, you know, boom. So c- just continue to grow. You know what I'm saying? Learn from past mistakes and make sure, you know what I'm saying, I genuinely put actions behind, you know what I'm saying, learning from those mistakes that I've had previously. That's
0: awesome. Okay, Imani, you had a question? Yeah, I was going to say, because I, I do want to do one more talk about, like, one, ask one more question about the in-between where you are now mm-hmm. and right, right after you got divorced for both of you, mm-hmm. because I know, statistically, there's mm-hmm. a lot of people that are our age who have already been through one marriage, and they have to date again, mm-hmm. and dating looks a lot different. Mm-hmm from when we were teenagers Mm -hmm. to now
1: like (laughs) so definitely what
0: what would you say um are some of the things or wait a minute should I wait until lessons learned learned? (laughs) yeah that's what I was thinking about too. well okay so let me pivot my question then what was the Mm. what are some of the things that you noticed like that helped you get to where you are like as far as dating goes from the first time you dated to the now dating, or either now dating or before you found your person now? Like. Oh, I can answer
1: that. Mm-hmm. I um I, I really, really pay attention to people who are not committed to stuff. Um, mm-hmm. so like I said, a red flag from my, or maybe I didn't say this, but my ex-husband, like I had all the red flags and I just didn't pay attention to them. So like I said, we were on and off hella before we even got married. And so I should have known better than to know. Like I knew he wasn't going to speak. Oh there. yeah, that's so, a good I really do pay attention to people who start stuff and don't finish it. And that's not just in relationship. Um, Did you drop out of school? Are you quick to quit a job? Are you, and then are you in your child's life? Are you consistent? Things like that. Like I I Mm -hmm. really, really focus on that because those are red flags for me. Hold on,
2: that? It sounds like somebody balling up. It's
0: McDonald's. Here's McDonald's
2: bag.
3: My, my, my bad y'all I, I was um, back at the house I'm sorry <laughs> I was getting out the car um yeah so for me um honestly I was just I think at the time even just through the dating thing I was like I don't I don't I want somebody but I don't want somebody mm-hmm, that was mm-hmm. my thinking you know what I'm saying? Um, I don't know if I was trying to just do what I needed to do, as far as to actually have somebody like somebody deserved to be had, you know. Um, I just wanted some some company, mm-hmm. and then like it, uh, it, uh, for me it was a, uh, all right, this this is cool, all right, let's okay, let's go on here, knowing some and somewhat in the back of my head like yeah i probably don't need to be in no relationship mm-hmm. cuz i'm i'm really i'm really you know what i'm saying i'm really not ready for i'm ready but i'm not ready mm-hmm. yeah yeah you know what i'm saying so like i i honestly was shit still out here doing you know guys know what until i mean honestly i ain't really settled down settled down until i actually came to court mm-hmm. for real, for real, um and then of course got with uh and my ex, Lanice.
2: Okay. So, while we're on that topic, um, for you guys, what was, because, I mean, our show is mainly about casual dating. You know, we cross over into relationships sometimes. But what was mm-hmm. the best part about being back in the market? I know we kind of talked about like the hesitation, but what was the best part about being back on the market to casually date after you got out of this long term commitment of the marriage,
1: the free meals. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> when I thought I was out here, oh, you want to date? Because i was working. I want to want you to <laughs> <So> I- <laughs> <laughs> like- to go plates for your baby too. And <laughs> what? <laughs> okay. <laughs> right. So my first, I wasn't working. I was in school. I didn't work for like two years. Um, and I was literally breakfast date, lunch date. I I internet, gotta get to my kid by six i was out here man it, it was just so much fun but i did also in addition to the free meals i guess i like like getting to know people and stuff um mm-hmm. and i think at that time it was all about kind of knowing who i am and just kind of embracing that and that part was so dope to me because i was just like this me so y'all take me or not because i'm not pressed right now you know mm-hmm.
2: yes so that was beautiful.
3: repeat the question for me real quick i said what was the best
2: part of i mean you was freaking abogling while he was married but what, what was the best <laughs> part right, I'm about being um able to casually date after you ended the commitment part of it i'll say because i know
3: um honestly just being being around somebody having that company um having the the the, the for me it was ne- not necessarily having to answer to anybody mm-hmm. I can go with my free will, you know what I'm saying? I call whoever I want if I wanted to invite somebody That's else, real. Boom, come over, boom, boom, boom. <laughs> kind of like that, you know what I'm saying? that Pretty much that free will. I ain't really have to answer to nobody.
2: Yeah.
0: Have you ever That's experienced it. that, either of you, that once somebody hears that you've been married before and have been divorced, they are like more, like, maybe they're in a spot where they're ready to settle down and they think, oh, they've done this before, so, you know. They will be good at it, like they learned or whatever. Like they, like they're pressed to take you there again.
1: Um. So the guy I was dating when I was going through my divorce was like extremely pressed, and I was like, "We're a chill out." Like, and so that didn't last. He was he was way too exciting, way too pressed. He wanted to be stepdaddy. It was way too much. So, um. But other than that, nah, not really.
3: Um, a few. So the one, the one person I did, I was with like right after um being, uh separating from my wife was she she was a little pressed um but then she also she was just she was in the queries so,
0: <laughs> yes do that go ahead and do
3: um, it see <laughs> <laughs> she, she it was just like she wants it but then she'll come back and hit me with the well you want it won't be your first time. I want my my husband to be it be our both our first time type of thing. Oh, that's right. That has something like, to do with her son. So, <laughs> Girl, <laughs> kinda um, um, I'm
2: kind of with you. <laughs> you know. <laughs>
3: um. So yeah, I mean, I don't know. It was just it was. So I would say she was slightly pressed. Um. Then the one after that. Um. Not I ain't gonna say necessarily pressed, but I do, do know that's what she wanted. You know what I'm saying? Eventually, um, within her life and stuff like that and my fiance now um honestly uh she's always wanted it I don't know if she actually thought it would ever come mm-hmm. um just off of you know the strength of some of the things that she's been through and what she's seen and again her dynamic of growing up and what she has in her family and stuff like that so um but yeah when it happened of course she was while even a few days even after she was like you really want me to be your wife and all that kind of stuff so yeah okay she wasn't too much pressed about it
2: how did people find out y'all were single did y'all just like open the doors <laughs> up like i'm single they gave me back to the streets or was it like just Let casual like
3: yeah. conversation i was i was sliding in
1: them DLs, <laughs> <laughs> I, I was the opposite no. cj i i got off instagram as soon as my marriage started going downhill i dipped on instagram for two years i did not post nothing i did not deleted the app i just because i was like i was hurt um and so yeah. when i popped back out a mm-hmm. couple years later i just i never but i've never been like that i never announced when i'm single i just I'm mm-hmm. like you know, i just started posting some little thirst traps and niggas was in the dms and i was in the dms back <laughs> so you know <laughs> that's all it takes you know, take is to post a fine picture so and I was just going to say, sad. and a lot of times it Pretty don't matter much. whether you marry or not. I was just going to say that. Even know slap. I was just going to say that because <laughs> right. my marriage never stopped people from trying to talk to me. Like never, never once. So that's a shame. That's a shame. Oh, so I'll get into that. You see
3: later.
2: that
1: we know I'll
3: yours is not Because You was <laughs> freaking <laughs> and bawling. Yeah.
2: Like- yeah. <laughs> yeah.
3: No, nah, but um, honestly, I would say, honestly, as far as for my marriage part, um, again, like I said, when I first separated from my wife, social media wasn't like crazy big like mm-hmm. that. Shit! If anything, I w- it looked like I was more married to Lanise than it was to my yeah. actual wife. Just a simple fact, just of our relationship, and, and and it being on social media. Mm. So like when we did go our separate ways, a lot of people didn't know, um, because we didn't really broadcast it like that. And and so when people like certain so certain posts would go up, or I'll post certain things, and you know a female would slide in my you know, like, what what's this about? What's going on? Mm-hmm. And all that kind of stuff. That's where I kind of, you know, what I'm saying I finally let the cat out the bag. Like I didn't just openly say, yeah, yeah, yeah I'm single now. You know, what I'm <laughs> saying nah, it wasn't like of that sort. You know, what I'm saying.
2: Okay, okay. Do you feel like your partner? Um, and this is probably a wild question, but I guess I got two kind of different situations. Do you feel like your ex, um, that you were married to? Do you feel like you need to consider them in your dating life, or if you are getting serious with somebody, do you think like? That they need to be considered to to some extent at all, or is it just like that was that and let's move
3: on? Um, I'll answer that real quick. For me, yes and no. I guess be, just for some fact because I have kids mm-hmm. and I am very involved in my children's lives. Um, so of course I would definitely want to get her that respect of letting That's her know, you know, who the kids are going to be around and all that kind of stuff. Um, but. Outside of that, me and you know what I'm saying my ex wife, we we're generally friends outside of co parenting because mm-hmm. we were friends in high school, you know what I'm saying, before we even thought about dating. So we've gotten to a place where we can actually have that friendship outside of co parenting and be good. And she you know what I'm saying she 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 met my fiance. They they cool, you know what I'm saying? We we'll never have any issues or anything of that sort.
2: Do you feel like you have to tell her every well? I mean, you getting married now, but before that, did you feel like you had yeah, to tell then, her uh, every time you was dating somebody
3: new, or just if it was serious and it was gonna be around your kids? If it was serious, yeah, if it was serious, then I was gonna have them around my kids. Yeah.
1: Um, no. How about you? Short me? answer is no. Jo- uh, my ex husband is absent. He don't pay. He nah, no, 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 no. Okay. Don't say <laughs> <just separate>. that. <laughs> he, he literally has, go. but I, so I, I will say. In, initially, I was very, very cognizant about letting him know who was around our daughter, et cetera, et cetera. But I wasn't getting that same respect, so it was just kind of like, "All right." Um. Uh, so, and it's not even on no tit for tat. It's just at this point, you come and go as you please, and like you. I, and I also just don't think he cares. So just uh, nah. The is no. <laughs> hmm. That's me, Um. So I'm
0: looking at the time. And because we still have to do our other segments, I hate to wrap this up because I feel like there's so much we could still be discussing, (laughs) but I do think that we should close out that portion. But we do a segment at the end of the show called lessons learned, where we refer back to whatever our main topic was and talk about, a big lesson that we learned um in regards to that. So um we'd love to include you guys' lesson in that segment as well. Do you guys have like one big lesson that you learned from um being a divorcee and enter- entering re entering the dating scene or any like the top piece of advice that you would offer to the next person going through the same thing?
1: Ask the question um, one more time. I wanna make sure I, I heard it right.
0: Oh, just something that you learned about being divorced and enter- re-entering the dating scene or something like a big piece I would of always say, that you offer. Say, you I would always say one, just but.
1: live for a second. Like like I said, the, the, the few years I had after my divorce were really some of the best years of my life because I really got to know me. And that's extremely imperative oh, yes. to be able to settle down and be ready, you know, um, and be for real for the next one.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: Oh, that's good. That's, that's good. Um, for me, it was to actually know and learn how to love the way that you okay. love. Okay, that's so beautiful. Um, Jeez. um, I honestly, and I think that uh, I mean, <laughs> that's another conversation for another time. But um, for me, I think that was just one of the biggest lessons learned, not only just from. My marriage, because again, I, I didn't have no business there, <laughs> but I was young and I didn't know what the fuck I was doing. Honestly, he didn't you know what like saying? That I did. This claiming for the show, man? this um, show, but... I was young and didn't know what
2: he was doing,
3: <laughs> and he didn't know what he was doing. <laughs> I didn't know what the hell I was doing. I had no business doing it. Um, but yeah, just to learn how to you know instant love how that person loves, because the way you love may not necessarily be the way they love, mm-hmm. and that's okay. So you just learn how they love and they do the same, you know what I'm saying? Reciprocate that to you as well.
2: Well, thank you guys so much for joining us for the show. Um, We really appreciate y'all. It will be up on Monday, so definitely if you guys have any questions or anything, in the meantime, hit us up. But I appreciate y'all. I learned a lot from you guys, um, from both of y'all's feedback, and that's it for me. You You got anything else before we let them go?
0: No, of course, just thank you guys for the insight. Um, I don't, I don't know. Like, I know that there are a lot of people who are listening to this show that are in the same si- types of situations. Mm-hmm. And there can sometimes be a stigma around people who are divorced. But I appreciate y'all, you know, just saying that you don't feel like it, you're a failure mm-hmm. at marriage or anything and you are pressing forward. That's cool. So I appreciate yeah. y'all's insight. And thank yeah, you so much for having me.
3: Thanks for having <laughs> me. That. I appreciate it. Of course. It. Um, I love telling this story. Same. You know, I'm not going to lie. I've- before i I wasn't as open um as telling this story but um that was something again as an individual i had to learn and do better myself as well love
2: love y'all thank you Bye. so um that wraps up digging the scene and rescue me um for this week and before we hop into anything else let's hear something from our sponsors
0: Excellent. That was oh so God. fun. I'm
2: really. I learned a lot. Right. Like I that was fun. Even like down to the like the whole when Shona was saying like the on uh, the on again off again situation and like feeling security for somebody who is like that with you and then they say that they want to marry you and just like taking that as an opportunity because I see that happen to a lot of people. Like oh, this is the final security. This man is who wants to be with me because he gonna marry me.
0: Yeah, he's finally ready to commit. Which is it's crazy
2: because like, I, I don't like, think that I would let that right, be the first time the he committed part. to something. <laughs> he's like, okay, he's finally committing to me through marriage, but he didn't commit to me in our relationship. That's a,
0: he ain't committed to us no other yeah. time in this relationship. But I've seen that happen, now we're to get married, and that's a fool. like
2: people get married that have never been in an exclusive. I mean, hers is different because they were exclusive, but that have never been in an exclusive yeah. relationship. But then they got married because they had just been so off and on together for so many years and had kids. So it was like, okay, well, let's do this. And it it felt like safety because now he's finally committing to me and he's telling the world that he's going to commit to me. And I feel like I've been in a position like that before where I thought that that was going to bring me security by somebody saying that they wanted to marry me.
0: Yes, and the main thing about that is I think getting away from the idea that a man choosing to marry you is like the highest right. level of respect because it's not like there's so many other levels of like respect literally that respecting he needs to you. show you before marriage, <laughs> yes, like the on again off again, like maybe y'all were exclusive, but where y'all exclusive- right. For long periods of time, like were you exclusive for more than a year before he proposed to you, like those kinds of things, or were you just off and on every year for or the off rest, and on like, every for the last eight months. years? like that?
2: Because the, those reactions, yeah, like, it's just y'all a didn't lot. Get over that all the, of the sudden because he proposed. Like, that's something that needs to be worked through. Because even mm-hmm. if y'all married, y'all still might piss each other off in two months and be off again
0: in your marriage. So. mm-hmm
2: Yeah,
0: it's just a lot. And so the whole idea that, oh my God, now he's finally going to, you should never be able to say, he's finally going to, like, this is a lot, but I love the song Love on Top, but the message of Love on Top is (laughs) finally he put my love on top. Because I hate the, yes, I hate the idea that you waited all these years for somebody to take, like, Mm -hmm. make you a priority. Like, I hate that idea because it's not exciting to me. Like, it's exciting <laughs> to Beyonce and whoever else. But that would scare the heck out of me. Like, why did it take you so mm-hmm. long to take me seriously? I don't like that. But anyway, um, uh, yeah, let's move on to the Trend to Watch segment. Um, and we just talked about Beyonce and Jay Z because he is Beyonce's <laughs> husband. <laughs> but this trend oh, is called okay.
2: Kanye. Is it?
0: Is Which it is like funny. does it have
2: anything to do with Kanye um, and or Is this like Kanye in the phase of
0: Kim Kardashian? Oh, okay. Oh, neither. Honestly, it's about him just in general. Um, this means this is when your date spends the entire time <laughs> talking about it. themselves. <laughs> Exactly. So imagine being on a date with somebody and you can't get a word in edgewise. Like, you come away from the date knowing so much about them, but you don't know very much. I mean, they don't know very much about you. And honestly, that's another red flag. Like, Mm -hmm. you can carry, that will carry itself sometimes. Like, you you do that on the first date and then you go on a second date and it's the same thing again. And then you realize through your whole dating experience with them, they don't (laughs) know your little name. You know, like, because, yeah, because you just keep learning things mm-hmm. about them because they won't be quiet. <laughs> and that happens with phone conversations, <laughs> too. Sometimes. It'll turn
2: into, like, you call, they call you and literally tell you their whole day and then, like, all right, I got to go. And
0: you're like, yeah, I didn't have day at all. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, like, okay, well... That gets know, really lonely. Have, that is I a, a red flag for sure because that at gets
2: lonely because then it's like, okay, well, I mean... I care Mm -hmm. about you and I know all these great things about you, but you wouldn't even know when to show up for me because you don't know what's actually going on.
0: Yeah. And I would say that someone who talks about themselves a lot or more than you do or whatever, I don't necessarily think that they're a horrible person because sometimes, and I'll take myself for example, I have to make a conscious point in a date to say, you've talked about yourself enough because, not because I care so much about talking about myself. But they'll ask me a question, and I feel like I have so many life experiences Mm -hmm. that are so bizarre that I get excited to tell the story. So then I will have to say, okay, that's enough talking about that. Or, like, I don't say that out loud, but I'll say in my mind, Mm -hmm. ask him a question. Like, ask him something that you want to know now, because you've talked about that time when you know you were trying to have a romantic moment and you slid across whatever and for <laughs> enough like let's talk about and that has that. actually happened to me with an ex-boyfriend before. <laughs> we, I'm going to tell that story real quick cuz it was funny it's really really short. I was in the type of relationship I, that relationship was really fun I would say that you know what I'm talking about but we had a lot of like really great times before everything went to <laughs> went to the dogs but um there, It was, like, super romantic. Like, he was a very, very romantic person. So there was all these moments that he, like, created. These, like, movie fantasy moments. One time it was raining really hard. And we were going to his house. Um, Because I was... I don't remember, actually, why we were going to his house. But I was leaving. Oh, I was mad at my roommate. And I needed to get out of that house. And so... I think he was trying to cheer me up. Oh my god! So it was raining really, really, really hard, and the thing beside the little house that I was sharing with all these other people, there was a lot of mud right there. And he was like, "Let's kiss in the rain," and I was like, "Well, right." I'm black, so the I don't fact really that he said it in the rain, <laughs> and he was like, "Let's do it. Let's just do it." And I was like, "Okay, whatever." So he he run he just takes off running towards my car, and I'm like, "Okay," and so then. I run over like I'm trying to participate and I run over into him but it's muddy so when I get close to him I slide like the rest of the way into him and he grabs the front of my shirt like he was trying to grab me but he grabbed like the front of my hoodie and so I really (laughs) wasn't stable you ever seen somebody pick up a child by the front of their shirts that's exactly what I looked like and my feet were still sliding in the mud and he was like holding me and then he starts sliding girl we was all in that mud and he, and he was like oh. we were like laughing and he, and he still he kissed me but I was covered the in mud it. and it was like, wet and I was pissed <laughs> girl it, like for real imagine a child like you holding a child by the chest and they just flailing around <laughs> that's exactly what I looked like and it was hilarious <laughs> <laughs> Um, but you know like being on a date with somebody who just has a lot to share and they just don't know how to listen—it's yeah. a red flag. Literally, know how to listen first and foremost, whether they're self-absorbing or not. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's it, honestly. Like that is the <laughs> end of the trend watch segment. Watch out for people. On, <laughs> Get some on. hush
2: in your spirit.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> there you go. <laughs> the spirit of hush has come over you at some point. All right, guys, let's move on to lessons
2: (laughs) Okay. So, (laughs) I've never been married before, so I don't have a lesson for that. But um, I want to say, listening to our dear friends that have been on the show, one of the biggest lessons that I've learned from them is that you don't have to be embarrassed of a failed relationship. Clearly, I mean, I'm not fully embarrassed because I tell y'all my business on this show, but... Um, To a certain extent, there are some things that I'm nervous to say I failed about. If I'm being fully transparent, that's why I don't publicly talk about my Mm relationships, Because I'm always concerned that I'll have to address the failure. However, they also confirmed on the show that you don't have to do that Mm -hmm. either. Like, you can just go on with your life. Like, you don't owe people that. So, um, understanding that, like, whatever happens in a relationship, whether it fails or it succeeds, you are learning more about yourself and more about life, and that's something you can take into your next situation, or into your place where you just decided to be free for once, you know? So, because um, I feel like we always mm-hmm. learn, like, learn situations about ourselves in relationships, and it does make us go about dating differently. I know for me, like, it's certain stuff I'm just not going to tolerate. Not in a, I'm a bully you, I'm just not going to entertain you at 100%. all. And, you know, like, I've been there, done that, bought that t-shirt with somebody who I thought that I could tolerate it with, and I can't, so... If I meet you and we start dating and I don't like it, I don't need to see it all the way through to know that I don't like it. I know it now. so um, I, I think that that's the biggest lesson that I learned, that failure is is not really failure.
0: Yeah. It, whatever you learn from that relationship is the most important mm-hmm. part, not the part that it ends. And ending a relationship is yeah. not, can sometimes exactly. be a success if it ain't healthy. Um my lesson learned is to listen to how people talk about their last relationship and take yes. that into account before you date them. Neither of them had much negative to say about their past partner, um, but I know people who like mm-hmm. bash their last partner, whether it like over the smallest things. Now, Shona kind of talked about you know some things that she had been through with her last partner, and it wasn't good, but she didn't. She was. Not readily, like she was, she had skipped over just talking about him as a negative mm-hmm. person, which I can appreciate because her that says a lot and about her, her character. Too. That she, yeah, she wasn't ready to just drag him or anything like that, or, right. you know, whether he deserved it or not, I don't know, mm-hmm. which says a lot. So, as anyone that you're dating, whether they are talking about a last marriage or they're the mother or father of their kid, I think it is a good I think it's a good practice to listen Agreed. to how they talk about them even if it's in the, whether they are saying really good stuff or bad stuff because a lot, saying too much like if they just are so ready to talk about them in a positive sense too I'd be like okay so do you still want right. to with them, or what's going on here <laughs> so just make I'm a not note angry. of that before you start <laughs> dating yeah or just like mm-hmm. you sound very enamored with them still right like, and i'm not about to compete with that so <laughs> have to sort that out but <laughs> you still have some healing to do and i <laughs> exactly sort that out and i will be where i am whenever that happens we'll see but um yeah that's it for me uh, as well you have uh, any announcements?
2: <laughs> no i do appreciate you guys joining me neither honestly. Live to talk about insecure that was really fun I was, it took everything yes, in me was not so to fun. read up uh, Lawrence being a butthole about Kendall, Kendall, Cleopatra. Yeah, her. Canola. About um, Granola and her being divorced. You know, I almost did want to dive into <laughs> that, but I thought. <laughs> I oh, dang.
3: That, I yeah, like, we should have talked little about little that.
2: Watching insecure. I don't want to try to catch everybody up on the show, so y'all got your own experiences, but. Um, I do appreciate everybody that interacted with us on that show. Sorry that Instagram was acting funny with us, but it was still a really good time. Be on the lookout for when we do stuff because we are trying to be a lot more interactive on social media, so we appreciate the participation
0: and um yeah, we all have been really cool actually during this quarantine time, like we're trying to figure out more ways like she said, to be more interactive and just think of more content, especially mm-hmm. since we can't be together all the time. Um, so y'all have been, like, really participatory. Is that a word? Yeah. And, and, and like, having fun with us. And that's cool because it makes it easier for us to do the content. Right. Because we're not just, like, sitting <laughs> there talking to ourselves. I'm not sure got on purple. Thanks, you guys. You? And... Green. Right. So thanks guys we appreciate that Um, and I guess that wraps up this episode of the Save the Date podcast Um, as always you guys can comment on our social media um, Instagram you can leave a review on any of the platforms we're on Um, this is a bi-weekly podcast so you can catch us here again not next week but next next week Um, thanks for being patient with us because I think we missed a week or something because quarantine really was just trying us like this is a lot um so thanks for hanging in there with us to have your story or questions or even to possibly be a guest on the show please email us at save the date sos at gmail.com you can also leave us a voice note at anchor.fm um if you want to have a story told on the show or you can like record a voice note on the phone and send it to that email that i just said um and follow us on instagram at save the date show yep oh i do want to
2: add in regards to submissions um guys we love submissions we love interacting with y'all um but the content does have to go with our show i know we've had some people um that have reached out to us in the past about um now we do if you guys as you've heard you know we do have ad breaks from our sponsors so if that's something that you're interested in definitely Um, but as far as being a guest on the show, we do want the, the content to be around dating. So I just want to put that out there. If it's something that you would just, if you have something you would like to promote, um, definitely hit us up about that as well. And we can add you in as one of our sponsors for the episode, um, or for a couple of episodes, depending on what you're interested in. Um, you think that makes sense? Okay. Awesome. Um, Yep. All right, y'all. Happy Mother's day. Bye guys. Like, oh yeah Happy Mother's Day y'all I know
0: nah, You know my, my mama, mama. You yeah, know my
2: grandma right. She got her gift yesterday though. thank God Cause no. I almost forgot About Mother's Day Quarantine and Messing me
0: up Hey
2: We ended the show Under the But it was so hour. good This was great That was
0: fun Alright It was Bye <laughs> Alright y'all Well <laughs>